Hi, Kath. Hey, Don. Hi, Sophie. Hey. <laughs> and the reason why Sophie doesn't have a mic is we have a guest, Ashley. Yeah. Hello. We're going to catch up on real life. Then we're going to talk about why Ashley's actually here. Yes. We're so excited that you're here. I can't even. I don't even know if I know you. How do I know Ashley? You know Ashley you because just... I've known Ashley since she was 15. Yes. That's yeah. crazy. And how old are you now? I'll be 25 in October. I'm going crazy right mm-hmm. now. It's, it's crazy. Oh, so it was so, around the time we weren't hanging out. Yes. So we're going to catch up with life and then we're going to talk about Ashley. I already said that, right? Yeah, it's okay. Okay. It's okay. I'm excited because I've known Ashley since she was 15. And so this circle that's happening, what we're going to talk about is really exciting me. Okay. Yes. But first, you told me a story in the car that I was like, why didn't you tell me the story? I was preoccupied by. Well, first of all, we were on our way to the sound bath. It was was awesome. Oh, really, really good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Listen, Santosh is in the house. (laughs) You and Susanna are on a groove. We're on a groove. Our chemistry is amazing. We just know how to literally bounce things off of each other without saying anything. The good news is that it's better than ever. The bad news is that if people want to participate in future sound baths, you better sign up because we're definitely keeping it smaller. Yes. We decided. I decide- don't even think we told Sophie about no, that. No. It definitely said because we, we sell, we sold out the, for the first one. There was about 20 something well, people. We did there. it to capacity, like not necessarily comfortable capacity. I right. mean, people were comfortable in their, uh, in their space. It wasn't I- a fishbone, you know, mosh pit, <laughs> but it was definitely like very crowded. Well, for me, the energy, the first one, there were so many people and I wasn't participating in the sound bath, but I was kind of trying to anchor you with yeah. my energy. I was kind of meditating in that space right. and helping people who were having a hard time. Yeah. And, um, the energy was, so palpable my heart was just pounding in my throat the whole time because it was so much right and it wasn't like a drumming circle energy it was just people relaxing opening up letting go letting go letting go all that crap like all the stuff that it was it was a soothing energy but so much it was overwhelming right this time we had a little more than half that we had last time and it was so soothing and relaxing it was a lot more relaxing Mm -hmm. and i felt i mean because i i work overtime like i because my job is to regulate energy remove Mm -hmm. energy so even though like people are like oh it's just a sound bath no i'm working i had a terrible stomach bug i was actually sick last thursday you were we were a little concerned yeah it's (laughs) rare that i'm down for the count if it happens three times a year it's a lot I rarely am like calling in sick and staying couch bound or bed bound. And that was me. And I was, it was a stomach thing. You were like, I don't know if I can make it. And I didn't know I wasn't feeling that well. And so Kathy did some stuff. I was like, I was like, anybody have any stomach issues? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, and I was like, me, I didn't want to call you out. Anybody having gas? I know Kathy said, if I had to fart, just raise my hand. She was going to hit the gong really hard. (laughs) we had it all planned out we had we I had, had your back plan i had your back there's nothing because to me there's nothing worse can you imagine it there's being nothing quiet? like witches with a fart plan <laughs> you know that's the other name of the podcast 
<laughs> or, or it's the name of my autobiography, a witch with a fart plan. plan. Well, the thing is, I don't want anybody embarrassed. You know, it's really know. quiet and everybody's really relaxed. Do you no. know, Susanna will tell you in our yoga class. We all know I, that you let it out. Like, I yell oh, out. out. I yell out farting, farting. <laughs> <laughs> and I have taught everybody in the box office that they have to announce their farts because if I smell fart and you didn't call it out, no respect. I, I got I no respect. Gonna, I'll figure it out. Sniff out, out Listen, whoever it was and embarrass them so terribly. If I can find out your past trauma, I'm gonna find out who farted. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. I actually had an ex-boyfriend who would tell me like can you not announce before you fart? <laughs> because I was raised by you guys. We're like, I, I have to fart. And then I fart. And he was like, why do you do that? Like, you don't have to do that. Like, like you could just fart. It's really uncomfortable. when you. And this, like, we were together for a long time. And so, And yeah. that's when you knew it wasn't going to yeah. last. Oh, shout out to Johnny. That was Johnny. <laughs> we knew it wasn't going to last if you can't deal with our... I got everybody's back. Because there's so nothing anyway. worse than going to bed going, oh my God, did anybody hear me do that? No. We know you did it, so move on. That's what I say. Yeah. For reals. Anyway. We so digress. that was the sound bath. So we were on our way to the sound bath and you told me a crazy story. And I totally forgot to talk about it because it was so insane that I just didn't talk about it. Like sometimes you just want to move on with life. <laughs> That's how it was. So um, I had to take Colleen my, or my uh, beautiful friend Colleen to a doctor's appointment in the city. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, and it's something that, I, that she and I just do and we make a day of it. So I decided to take Vincenzo. And we all know that you hate driving in the city. I hate driving the city, but I decided that I was going to, for for her, because it was a beautiful day out, to take my car. And it's a convertible. It's very cute. Whatever. His name's Vincenzo. So I said, all right, listen, I'll take Vincenzo. So I'm driving the city, and it, for, it was fine. I, could, I drive well, so I was confident in that. But I have been kind of over anxious about somebody hurting him like literally like bumping into the car so bumping in the back so i'm like really like crazy in the car so i'm going into uh the city and this cab driver i was going very slow bumps into me from the behind and i scream out are you fucking kidding me? And meanwhile, Colleen's like, you're supposed to be Zen. Like I, she never seen me like this. And she's looking at me. She goes, I thought you said, I thought you said, Oh, are you, are you kidding me? Cause I was lost. So she didn't even feel the tap. I get out of the car because apparently I do that when I'm mad in my car. And I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> I get out of the car and Some this people get poor shot. man, older man, um, was shaking. I, I, he was like literally shaking. Cause I was getting out of the car. And I didn't realize, I don't realize that my energy can be that big because I think that I'm not. Mm -hmm. And so he didn't, he was just like really shaking and nervous. And I look at him and I will, and I put my arms out like, it's okay. I look at the back of the car, I lick my finger and I wipe off the little scratch. And I said, you know what? It's not worth it. It's okay. I just told him it's okay, but I was still mad, but I was like trying to calm him down. And then he take, he puts his hands together and he bows to me. Like he just kept bowing to me. Like, thank you. Thank you. He was just bowing. I was like, it's okay. It's okay. So like it was clear English was not his first language. Yeah, obviously it wasn't. And I'm, you know, I didn't want to get cultural, you know, whatever. It was just that he was just praying for me to bow to me. So I'm in the car and I'm like, motherfucker. Right. He me while I'm like being nice. Da, 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 da. And, and Colleen's just like, so like didn't know what was going on. And I'm just like, okay, now that that's over. Cause I manifest somebody bumping into me. Cause I'm overprotective of Vincenzo. What you fear you, you bring, bring near. near. So the story continues. 
we go into the hospital and there's a small corridor and then you go into an elevator and this tall Rasta man with uh, prayer beads with like Buddhist beads was, was on, was had on, he had on and we go into the elevator and I heard him say, I think I'm going to faint. So I put my, my hands out like I was going to catch him and he's looking at me and I was like, I got you. Like, it's okay. And he's like, He's like, did I say something? He didn't say anything out loud. So I must have psychically felt like he was mad and he thought he was going to faint. He goes, oh, my God. He goes, no, thank you so much. I was like, I got your back. And he, you know what he did? He bowed to me. He gave me three bows. And I was like, and Colleen's like, what? And I was like, that was interesting. So here's the third story. So our day is long. Doctor's two hours late. We always we make a choice. Either we go to P.F. Chang's or we go to Cheesecake Factory because that's what we need to do. We decide to go to P.F. Chang's. It's nine o'clock at night. We're exhausted. There's only a cup, one couple there and Colleen and myself. And these three high school cackling girls were the hostess. And this one girl goes, um, Juan, Juan, is there a Juan? There's only four of us. And the guy's just like, I'm the only male here. And my name is Mario. So there you go. I was like, oh, not good. Not good at all. So the couple was like, that's not my name. And not, you know, like they weren't like, don't call me once. It's just like, and then the girl says, well, it's because of your hair. And we were like, oh my God. I'm like, obviously you need cultural diversity training. And I was upset by it. The couple, we were all upset by it. So Colleen and I were having dinner and I said, you know, Colleen, I think I need to tell the manager the situation. I think they need some more training. And, you know, Colleen doesn't like, we don't like to make scenes, but Colleen agreed. So the manager comes over and he, he looks at me and he's just like, hi, you know, you called for me. And I said, yeah, I said, I explained the situation. I said, actually, it was really uncomfortable. And I think maybe some cultural diversity training needs to happen because I don't think the couple was comfortable and I certainly wasn't comfortable. And he goes, you have no idea how grateful I am that you bring this to my attention um and he bows to me three times <laughs> and Colleen is like what the they were all different cultures all just like being great I don't know what was going on but it was like the I was just like what is I feel like I was being blessed and then the crazy thing about it is that I'm not really I don't want to say culturally like not worldly but there's something I just don't know about like that I really need to know about so here I am like fixated on like this guy hitting my car and da da da. And the next morning I wake up really early and New York Times had um, had a show on about the taxi cab drivers in New York City and the suicide rate and how they they buy the the medallions yeah. and how the families and most are yeah. not documented. Yeah. And I now I understand how grateful he was because if I had called the police or if I had over nothing, it really wasn't anything. His whole life would have changed. So I felt like, you know, I felt really good. But now that I understand and I think it's interesting. It's a good lesson on cooling your jets. I was not cool. I was not. I was so mad. I was like, are you fucking kidding? Like, and kind of like nice Zen work you got going on. <laughs> I'm just so mad. I was mad the whole day. I was like, oh, my God. That was a crazy story. That was my story. And I forgot to tell you about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> is, it, is it crazy? Yeah. The I'm other thing that, that the other thing that recently happened is I contacted my friends Karen I'm talking to you 
And I was like, oh, my God, I missed you. I haven't seen you in so long. What's going on? And her answer to me was, well, I listened to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so she knows it's what's virtual. going on. We're like holographs. And We're I'm like, like sound holographs. I'm like, but that's not, that is not quality time with me. Oh, Sophie's farting. So that's very Let interesting that happened to me. Let me the gong. And um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to oh not eat our words, but we fe- we had the exception a few episodes ago, going back to what I said earlier, which is we don't remember what we talk about on the podcast, usually. <laughs> um, we have said, it, nobody's cursed you. Like, you do not have Very a hex. Right. Yes. Just so you know, it's not about you. Right. And nobody's cursed you. Right. But guess what? <laughs> Every once in a while. That's once in a while. I say I say that 99%. We Kathy have, has a. I have a 1%. Kathy has a big job. And, uh, <laughs> I have a 1%. Nice. And so that's what we're here to talk about. I'm so but we're going to take a break. When we come back. Let's Ashley's do it. story. Ashley. Are we back now? We're back. Oh, she pointed and I don't know. I didn't see the three, two, one. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Go ahead. All right. I'm just... handing over the mics. I don't know the story. I okay. can't wait to hear it myself. Okay. So this is great. I'm so Ashley and I, we are on. We're That's doing right. this. Okay. So before we begin, this is for entertainment purposes only. We are not responsible for the decisions you make, although we like to encourage you to be the best that you can do. Um, but I think it's important with this disclaimer because what we're going to be talking about is true life it really does happen and um it's interesting because the last podcast or a couple of podcasts ago we were, i was talking about very rarely when people call me they say i'm cursed i feel cursed and 99 percent of the chance i'm like no it's just like you're making really bad decisions and you gotta think about what you're doing <laughs> and what you fear you bring there you bring there you're responsible for a lot of things that happen energetically karmically it all goes together so in this situation um I had bumped, I didn't bump into you, but I had met with you uh, like a week and a half ago, almost two weeks ago. Yes. Right. And I looked at you and I said, oh my goodness, because we had a situation where we figured that you did have some hex on you. Yes. And uh, let's talk about what happened because I think that this is a really fascinating story and I'm just so proud of myself when I see, I don't always get to see outcomes Mm -hmm. because people come and they go. Yeah. But we're connected. So to see this visually really working. So let's go to the time that you came with mom and you weren't quite feeling well. Yeah. I wasn't, I could still walk. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I came with my mom. I was feeling very ill and had no idea why for a pretty long time. And uh, I've known Kathy for a while and I've always been able to walk right into her house with no problems. This time I couldn't. I started getting very sick as soon as I got up to the door and the steps. My mom had to go first and then I finally got in and we kind of just sat down and talked and kind of were talking about the situation that's been going on with my roommate who Mm -hmm. has been absolutely horrible ever since I moved in with her. Mm -hmm. And I just progressively started getting sicker and sicker as the months went on. And uh, 
we I came here for was supposed to be a meditation yeah, and it t- ended up no one came except me and my mom and it mm. ended up being a reading I want to just I want to just I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you there yeah I want people to understand why you had a difficulty coming into my house my house is very protected um, and it's something that uh, me and Henry and uh, work very hard at that nobody can really come in if anything's really attached to you like if I am setting up for a reading and I've had clients who get a tired blown out or all of a sudden you're not feeling one, you can't make it. All of a sudden something happens. It's usually because you're not supposed to come. You know, that's, that's usually what happens. Mm -hmm. Very rarely does it happen, but what happens? So when you couldn't walk in the house, I felt automatically like something's going on. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So we were doing a meditation. Yeah. Nobody showed up. Yeah. No one came. It was like my Halloween party. (laughs) No. No, it's not. I was just about to say that in situations like that, like when we do a workshop right. or a sound bath or a meditation center se- uh, session or whatever we plan, we really strongly believe that the right people are going to be in our space for the a very specific reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so we random. relax into like if four people sign up for our workshop that we can then keep those 20, are the four people then those with, are the only four people. That's it. They need... Right. That's what's supposed to happen. Right. So similarly, in your situation, it was just supposed to be you guys. Yeah. So you and mom show up and we're and then the whole goal was we were just gonna do meditation. Right. I had angel angel cards out. I had a little candle. I had a little hey, what's up? Nothing major. It was just relaxation time. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? Well, we did do the meditation in the beginning mm-hmm. and then it turned into something totally different. <laughs> turned into pretty much all about me and what was going on with me and I was kind of going into like a dark place yeah instead of going towards the light Mm -hmm. and uh because I did a lot of work with you in the past and then I couldn't I was supposed to come year after year and I just couldn't Mm -hmm. come and then eventually I made it here right and we just did a lot of uh I don't really know what to call okay, it. I'll tell you. So I looked at you and I, I'm, I'm going to change her name. Okay. I said, who's Carla? <laughs> I said, and she was like, what? I was like, Carla, you have I to get her Carla and cheers. I know. That's who I picked. Oh, okay. It. So I, I looked at you and I said, Carla has to go. Mm-hmm. And you, first of all, I thought you were going to poop your pants. Yeah. Because it was so random. I was going to, and mom was like, oh my God, what's happening? I was like, and I said, she has a book and your name is in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you have to get rid of that book and you have to stay away from her. And I like was so specific. Like I could feel spirit just yelling at you like this is really bad. This is really bad. Yeah. And how did you react to that? I knew about the book, which was the weird part. I didn't know anything else about the book. I just knew it was in the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just very weird for me because right. I wasn't expecting that at all I thought I was coming here to meditate <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see some angels Kathy, yeah Kathy has a Kathy has a, a habit of throwing um Chinese stars of of reality <laughs> at people yes <laughs> so so then what happened so then um we were talking about that and I felt very I was got very angry I get very angry mm-hmm. when there's darkness it's like I just seems to get tell this. me about it <laughs> so I get, yeah I get very so so we had to talk about it and I said there's choices you have to make and mm-hmm. I said you need to figure out what's going on 
So did you go home and you figured out what was going on? Well, you told me not to go home. Oh, oh, that's what you I told me to stay out of the house for, for three, three days. days. Don't right. talk to her, which I did. And those three days were great for me. But as soon as I got back to the house, it was like all hell broke loose. It was because I wasn't speaking to her. I wasn't right. even home. Nothing. Right. And so it just, can I just ask, what were your symptoms? Well, the beginning was my stomach. I couldn't eat. I was throwing up. I started, I lost like 30 pounds within like a month. My God. And you're not somebody that looks like you can spare 30 pounds. Yeah. No, yeah. she can't. No, no. So it was, and then I started getting, I couldn't wake up in the morning. I was just sleeping all day. I started not going to work mm. because I just mentally and physically couldn't get up. Mm-hmm. And then after the three days, um, I went back home and I brought up the book and I said, you know, I would rather this not be in the house. And I got a whole bunch of shit for it. Finally got it out of the house. Um, as far as I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when it started getting worse as the days went on. <clears throat> I ended up not being able to walk anymore. I mm. just was sitting one day. I stood up and I couldn't walk. Now, I'm interrupting again mm-hmm. because you're sitting here. You came from work. You're sitting in scrubs. You actually work in the medical field. Yes. Yeah. So, at what so up until this point, are you just thinking in the in terms of true medicine or yeah. Yes. So, you're you're not even thinking in Kathy's realm. No. No. Right. You're Nobody just like in Kathy's run. I know. So so there's things like you test for Lyme. Yes. You test. You have a I let her, I, let I, I'm yes. just saying like yeah. she's she works in the science field. Right, right. So yeah. at what point does it go from your medical science head to mm-hmm. like, oh, there's the Necronomicon is coming yeah. after me. So it was at one point the doctor that I work for, I work in spine. Mm-hmm. So we were like, oh. it's my spine. Sure. Let's get MRIs. Let's EMGs, whatever. Nothing was wrong. Nothing. Uh-huh. They could not find one thing wrong with me. And that's when I came back to see Kathy. So, so I'm going to interject on here. So I've known Ashley is a vibrant, you're very vibrant. You're lively. You're, you know, you're not somebody who wants to be sick. You, you know, when something's wrong, you try to conquer it. Yes. So I, that's why I took this very seriously because there's some people who like to be, I'm who being honest, thrive, who, who thrive, thrive in that there's kind of attention. People yeah. who thrive, you are not that person. So when you called me and you were like, I don't know what else to do. I've had MRIs. I had Lyme check. I had all this. And there's nothing wrong with me. The nothing. blood test and you couldn't go through it anymore. I said, you know what? What do we got to lose? Right. Let's right. See what's going on? Right. So we got nothing to lose. What are you going to do? Feel worse? Right. Whatever. Right. So when I saw you the second time, I was a little bit more prepared because we of our first conversation. Right. I had no idea what to expect. Even Henry was here and was so worried because when you had a cane, you had your hurricane. Mm-hmm. And My then hurricane. You had to have your hurricane. <laughs> And you were shaking. You had uh, symptoms of just like, like Parkinson's. Parkinson's. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And how old are you? I'm 24. Jeez. And so I was I was emotionally invested because I was like, there's something else happening. Mm-hmm. So I need to also disclaim that I'm I am not a fan of spell work. And I, I do have to do it sometimes. But that's not my that's it is my forte of everything, but it's not my favorite thing to do because I like to kind of I like to work on the more organic and emotional. 
Um, but I think all of my skills had to come to this point to, to help you in any way I could. Yeah. So I had to really dig deep into my spiritual realm and get some answers. And boy, did I get some answers. Yes. So I'm not going to yes. disclose what we did because I don't want people to, you know, to do it if they're not trained in this. So, uh, but we definitely had to do potion, potion yes. after potion and cutting and doing and outside. And there was oh, like, yeah. there was like a <laughs> list. We had a list of that I was writing down of things we had to do. Mm-hmm. So we finally got you. We got all the our stuff together going through the cabinets it was kind of very fun to do it was yeah it was fun i was uh, and so i listened to the directions of what spirit guided me and we went outside near the tree and did our little burning whatever we had to do and i remember what we had to say and put out there yeah and the fascinating part about it now i didn't even think about it but it changed my life too mm-hmm I had no, I didn't even think about it. So we both had to do this thing of like cutting bonds and cause that's one thing I wanted to talk about is how we bond to people and what's the difference between connecting and bonding. We connect online, but how do we bond with people and why do we bond so quickly and how it can be detrimental or it could be wonderful. And so you had, so what, what we ended up figuring out is that this roommate bonded you mm-hmm without your permission yeah and that is some that's the topic is nobody has the right to bond you against your will and if you are not careful on who you have to get to know the people you're you're bonding with you have to take the time to learn relationships because it can get to this point i'm not saying all people are like that i mean i've had some great relationships and bonding with people but this is a this is a story about how you really have to be careful what you're, what people are working with. She worked with very dark magic, didn't know how to do it correctly because dark magic can be very beneficial to some people. Some people work well, you know, but they don't harm people. Mm -hmm. You do it selfishly. You have to be selfish in the dark and the light is something it's for others. You see the difference, but you both, you need both. So when you're an amateur and you're working with elements and you're doing these spells that you think, and I'm going to share a story because I want to, I want to do the end of how great things are is this. A girl sat down across from me and I was doing a reading. I was doing some psychic fair and she said, I have this boyfriend who, uh, was now an ex-boyfriend, but he won't leave me alone. He stalks me. He does this. He does that to the point where he almost raped her. And I said to her, well, what I said, I said, well, what love spell did you do? And she just looked at me. How did you know I did a love spell? I was like, because I can feel the character of your boyfriend and that doesn't seem his character. And I'm not saying I'm saying he did do these things because you asked for something that you weren't prepared for. If you are doing a love spell and you are asking somebody to be your undivided, give you undivided attention all the time and you say no, you're going against your spell. You have to be careful what you wish for. Does that make sense? And I love Mm -hmm. that story to use because it really makes sense on doing spell work. There's a difference between spell work and intention work. We do, and I do intention work. I do spell work too with money. Like, I love doing money spells. It's fun because you're putting out intentions. It's not hurting anybody. It's bringing in organic things. Mm -hmm. It's about you. But when you're asking to bring somebody else under that's against their will, you're asking for something that is really not the universal plan. 
and it's going to go awry. It's never going to work out. So here this girl was obviously what I saw was broken. I was going to ask, so how did you know Carla? Her, like, how did you get to the point where you were living together? Um, well, her sister is my sister's softball coach. Okay. So we would go to their games, mm-hmm. and that's where I met her. And then she just got out of a breakup and right. was looking for a place to live. And I was looking for a place to live. So we just decided. Right. right. And when you first moved in together, was there a friendship and a connection? or There was a weird connection. Uh-huh. She was almost like obsessed with me. Would okay. have like dinner ready for me when I got home from nice. work type oh, thing. A little over the top. Trying to tell us that we should sleep in each other's beds together. Like weird. Oh, like and overstepping. That, is a, that would be a sign. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And that would be your, your sign. Let me get some of your DNA. So like as po- girlfriends or like make out? I don't know. You don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's the boundary there. So, so now here you are, we do this, we do the unbreaking thing that mm-hmm. the spirit had told us. I had no idea. I believed it because I believe in what spirit tells me. You were so desperate. You were like, Kathy, I'm going to believe in anything. I don't care what. Oh, yeah. So both of us were at this point. We're like so desperate for, you know, m- miracles to happen, if you want to call it that. And then we were done. Mm hmm. And then I hadn't heard from you. Yeah. So I was like, I made it worse. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> now she's like, bed- I don't know what ha- I had no idea what happened. And this was in January, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is I haven't seen you since January. Mm-hmm. Then I freaking see you last week. And there's actually like. Doing cartwheels, <laughs> doing a cheerleading like uh, like routine, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What the hell, you did?" And I was so upset. I was like, "Ashley, I thought I killed you. I I didn't hear from you. I don't know what happened." Which is fine because that's you know. How did you? When did you start feeling better? And what happened after we did that? Um, I think it was like pretty close after maybe like a week after I started to like really start to feel better. And then I started to use my cane less and less and less. It was a lazy cane. It became a lazy cane. It became a lazy cane. (laughs) (laughs) She sits in my trunk of my car. (laughs) But I just noticed that I didn't need it as much. I wasn't, oh, I was falling a lot. Like I couldn't, I was like, the whole world was just flipped. I would just fall. Mm, So I wasn't falling anymore. I didn't have to hold on to walls. I didn't need my cane. And then like week after week, everything just started getting better. I started putting weight on. I started being able to eat. I could see better. Like it was just more of like a slow progression, but it it happened. Did the doctor that you work with have a theory no idea. No Still, idea. To this Still, day. No they sent idea. me even to Columbia Presbyterian to get a whole workup done. You no just one. Try, you yeah. just put my name on their <laughs> roster. <laughs> yep. That's it. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So you have this thing with Kathy mm-hmm. and then you drive back to Carla mm-hmm. and are you like middle fingers up? Like what, like what's your, what was your mindset and what? I kind of interaction or like at first I was very angry, but I didn't act on it Mm because I knew that would have gotten me somewhere that I didn't want to be. So I kind of just played nice the whole time. 
good girl. I just played nice. I acted like nothing was going on between us. I acted like I didn't know what she was doing or anything. Do you think that it was something that she purposely set out to do? Like, was there any evidence in the house where... Like, oh, did well, she have a weird shrine with your fucking no, face on it? No, no. Like, she, the, her, her room is locked. I still, to this day, cannot get into it. Oh. Yeah. That's a red flag. She yeah. wants you to be in the same bed with you, and you does, and yet her bedroom she is doesn't, locked. She has moved out. Oh. And her room is still locked. What? Let's go in. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. Oh, let's go in. Kathy and I will totally you know, go you in there. You can't do that by yourself. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I do. I still do not live. I don't stay there I feel by like myself. you have like this haunted, you know, like don't go in the basement. Yeah. Like oh, God. I want to go there right now. Like I want to drop the mic. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like runs out we, the door. I feel like when we go in there, there's gonna be like a whirlwind. Yeah, and yeah, all the yeah. Toys are gonna be yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Me out, like poltergeist. Yeah, and there's gonna be a vortex. It's gonna be exciting. Yes, because yeah. we have to. You cannot do it by yourself. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, Did okay. You put salt. Oh just my gosh. Salt. I have so. my whole house is lined in salt. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. Uh-huh. Like okay. House. Okay. So. How does one? Okay, so we've we've skipped a part. So you go with Kathy. You did, you play nice, da mm-hmm. da da. And then how does she leave? So I just continue to play nice, and she continues to threaten me. Mm. And it got to that place where she started threatening me, and whatever, whatever. So I just continued to play nice. Oh and then at a point, I just blocked her. So threatening you mm. about, like, did you say, like, listen, I just saw a good witch, and she just released the curse? No, she had no idea that I. Even so came what did here. she have to threaten you she, about? Because I have a boyfriend. Oh. And she does not like the fact that I have a boyfriend. Yeah. So it's oh. obsession. So it was. It's clearly obsession. You're here alone, or you're or you're moving out type thing. And I was like, well, neither. So yeah. this is where I live. So <laughs> good for you're you. You're not yeah. the boss of me. Right. So, so some empowerment happens. Yes. Yeah. And that in itself can change a lot when you yeah. feel like somebody has your back. I yes. feel like you didn't feel like you had support in this or people believed you. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the thing that that's my job is that when somebody comes to me, I believe them. Right. What I was, believe them. What was that episode we have about like toxic obsession? What was the title of that? What was the title of that episode? It was we. It was specific. It was about obsession. obsession. Yeah, but it was something obsession. I can't I remember. Know, we have to look back. Because again, we don't remember what we fucking talk about on right. the podcast. But um, on the flip side, if you think about Carla and her obsession and the single-mindedness of that you know the power of intention i mean that's yeah. that's the basis that's the base, of yeah. like spell work mm-hmm. and and you know kathy and i often talk about practice with intention and if you are only focused on things that are toxic like control um and fear mm-hmm. um like we said we joke right. what you fear you bring near Carla was actually very successful yeah. in, yes. in, in her end game, like almost too much so. Yeah. And that will always, you know, it's like, um, I always think about like a dragon's tail, like whipping around, right. whipping around, whipping around, whipping around. That force is just so much. It can only, you know, throw you backwards. Right. So you have to be very careful. So, it's not just a matter of um, this is what bothers me. Like if you go on the web and you're like, this witch can do a spell for you. 
right? And you pay, I don't know, $10, $20 for a quote unquote love spell or whatever, or ridiculous that they're just going to be like, neat, 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 neat. Here you go. That's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because they can tell you how to do a spell, but they cannot make that a reality for you. I have to say something. I have to say, because I do work with people that can make those things happen. But I ha- I I want to I want to put that out there that this is this is the issue I have is that there there are practices out there where they can do that for you without you being involved. And that's the problem I have is that people are so desperate for what they think they should have. And there's like I said Donna's correct there are people who would who do do that and I just say that's your intention. But there are People who work but, and who do and that I know that that can do that. But and I'm it's just pretty saying, amazing. But you have to be careful. But you have to be the participant. You have to take that spell and now make and believe that it's going to work. And you are. Uh, it's. It depends on the power behind. Let's like, like. There's two parts to this. One, we're talking about the mainstream. The mainstream. No. No. Yeah. You got. You got to. You got to be there to participate. But. I, I do know and I do work with people who are able to do that. And I have seen some crazy things because the power of their connection to how things work yeah. can can make those things happen. But it's and like they don't need your help. It's bizarro lottery, like we say. It's like one in ten for million. Ma- yeah. For the mainstream yeah. it is. And then yeah, if you go to these places where you ask for this kind of work you it's 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 never an end game it's never like you just ask. if you ask for somebody to do a, a spell for you for like the love you got to be careful yeah and it's, it's like no, it's, it's not, like shopping in a junkyard too because you don't know what you, garbage is attached to it you don't know and there's always a price to pay nothing is free nothing is free when you ask for something very rarely is it free our podcast is free our podcast is free, um, but but I'm talking yeah. about we're talking deep yeah. people who are desperate. So the thing that was free is you getting it off, right? That's the intention. That's the light of it. So go back yeah. to yeah. I want to hear Carl. So Carla's threatening you. Mm-hmm. It's yes. clearly she has this crazy obsession with you. Yeah. Yeah. So at a at a point, have you met you? (laughs) At a point, I just blocked her because it was just it was getting too much. I it was so she was doing this. Yes. And you blocked her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So this is so she was doing stuff. What? Yeah. What? She works in the same building still to this day. What? Yeah. Yes. Oh man. So I only see I only am in the same building two days a week as her, but she still works there. So no matter where I go, she is there. Wow. So but I oh blocked God. her at a point and then she tried to physically hurt me the next morning at the apartment because I blocked her and I was like, please go away. I'm trying to get ready for work. Good for you. Look, you're standing your ground. She yeah. tried to hurt you. Yes. Physically. Yeah. Like like I'm standing in the kitchen just making my lunch and like came up and like Oh, yeah. So now I just want to say your calmness about like no big deal. I just want to say just for everyone's sake, when it's when it's females inflicting pain, with the exception of me beating up on Kathy, granted. But like if it were a man that you were a roommate with who put his hands on you, there would be so much more outrage oh, in yeah. general. Yeah. And and I think that needs to be said on a regular basis mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter male or female that 
it's just as scary and invasive and all those things. Right. Right. So she, so she, she got, she put her hands you. on yeah. you. She violated your personal space. Okay. Yeah. So then what happened? So after that, I just continued to block her and I would continue to go to work. I would continue to come home. I would continue to have my boyfriend come mm, over for good. dinner. And, and he's super mm-hmm. sweet. Oh, thank you. Um, and then eventually it, we just didn't talk. We, I would stay in my room while she was out and she would stay in her room while I was out kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And then one day I got home from work, got ready to go out for dinner with my family. All of her stuff was there. I came home and all of her stuff was gone. Wow. So she just That's left. That's amazing. Yeah. She left without saying anything to anyone, including the landlord. So I'm still dealing yeah. with that right. because she won't pay now. Right. But mm-hmm. Hey, listen. Right. Peace of mind. Peace. Oh, exactly. My. Yeah. So I want to just say another thing about this is your practice of being even keel was the best medicine, not fueling the fire mm-hmm. and having the strength to let it just pass. She she you did not feed into it. Right. Yeah. And that's taking the higher road. Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about taking the higher road. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm the so more pr- I didn't feed into it is why she left it's all she my, had nothing to right. it's all that mind stuff yeah it's all that mind stuff like mm-hmm. of really having control i'm so proud of you thank you and i can't i, I was so excited I, I text i messaged you and i was like listen you if you don't mind because obviously i was surprised <laughs> i was like <laughs> do you mind sharing this because we were just talking about the 99 percent. yeah we were like it, it that doesn't, doesn't happen it doesn't happen it, i mean it happened once you know a little yeah. bit it does happen um, and I think that this karmically, I think you've learned a lot about being empowered in your life yes, and not allowing others to control your feelings. And I think that's a lesson for all of us in any relationship that one person should not have control over your life. Mm-hmm. One person should not make you feel a certain kind of way and not make you happy in your life. And I know I've lived with it. Mm-hmm. I had, a, you know, obviously for how many years I had that, you know, and allowed one person because of fear. Yes. And I wish that I had learned that. No, because everything happens for a reason. But what I got from it is to feel like empowered and say, you know what? I've got things to do and you can't be in my way. Right. Like you, I'm not going to allow anybody to get involved in, in destroying my happiness mm-hmm. and my joy and my path. So did you learn a lot from this? I did. Yeah. And do you sh- share this experience with people? Did she does now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, people that she knows who are like, yeah. wow, you don't have a cane anymore. You're like, Right, I had a curse lifted from me. <laughs> like, how does that come um, up, or does it come so up? So, it depends okay. on the person, especially at work. Right. Yes, because um, it's the medical field. A lot yes. of people don't. Well, yeah, they're by the book. Yeah. Correct. So, but I do have some coworkers that are very much into all of this and right. believe it and aren't by the book. The and big picture. There's yes. a big picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So them, I I'll talk to them about it. Uh-huh. And uh, I was just talking to one of my coworkers today because oh, it's yeah. the first time she saw me since I walked with a cane. Oh, wow. And mm. I was telling her about all of this and she just stared at me the whole time and was like, wow. Right, it's intriguing. Yeah. It's an intriguing thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like in my practice, I've just, I, I think about all the craziness that I've encountered in, in my work and, the training and the people and I just really feel like uh, I'm, I'm never surprised I'm very rarely surprised about things seeing you walking like that 
I I felt validated and I felt like I was I was just so relieved that something worked and that I know you're going to be happy now mm-hmm. and I know you're going to be even better and yeah. that the and then for me it took away that connection and bonding is a topic we need to talk about. Right. You know, especially on the podcast. And that be careful who you wrap yourself up with, man. Yeah. Get Glad you didn't people. make out with her. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh my God. That would have been, been a disaster. That would have been a disaster. Yeah. I would have had to bring in a team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would have had to call, calling <laughs> out cars. <laughs> calling out cars. <laughs> Jen likes that one. Calling yeah. out cars because I don't know. I don't know what I would have done, but I'm glad it worked out. I yeah. love you so much. I'm so excited. Yeah. So uh, going forward with your life, I mean, your eyes are open mm-hmm. having had this experience. Do you find yourself... Um, like better for it like uh, you're on the other side of it is yeah. it something that i'm like i'm not happy that it happened right but i am happy that it happened right yeah because i learned that i can stand up for myself and be empowered and right and i'd never have in my life until now right, right. we so talk about it a lot you're so clear Kath- in communication uh, you yeah. know sophie and i talk about it a lot there's a difference between being a victim and a survivor right and in order to get to that survivor place, at some point you have to have a little bit of gratitude for having that traumatic path. Right. It's yeah. hard. It's a hard place to be. Mm-hmm. And it's weird saying it out loud sometimes. But going forward, I think you're going to be a wiser old woman oh, yeah. than a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> and I, th- it. I think you also realize how spiritually open you are. Yes. Yeah. That was a conversation we had to have is yeah. that you can't neglect your spirit. And, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast that we are of mind, body and spirit and that it's not just one thing. And so when something's going on with you, whether it's a disease or whether it's an emotional or whatever, look at every aspect because sometimes it is medical. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, cancer's cancer sometimes. Sometimes it is what it is. And then sometimes the you do have a chemical imbalance and you, your wires are a little bit different and you have to need medication. And there's sometimes that there's a spiritual, you're just so spiritual that that has to be your medicine. Yeah, right? and there is an oogly boogly under the bed. Absolutely. Sometimes, sometimes there is. That really is and sometimes there's a combination mm-hmm. right. so when something's going on with you and you can't figure it out and I know there's listeners out there that we've had a journey together and they're doing great mm-hmm. because we were able to break through with, it's not just a physical thing there's right. also a spiritual thing that's happening too right. and that's creating your depression or something else so looking at each and every part of you is going to create full happiness and peace if you're willing to look at all of it yeah we're not just one dimension right exactly yeah not yeah one Wow. I know this was a great one. I was so excited to have you on. You don't know how bad I want to now visit you at work and go to your house. Stop. You're not going to be obsessed with her. Donna's going to come with an axe. I'm going to be obsessed. It's fine. I just want to see. Yeah. Well, I got the great opportunity after all of this. I now have a house that I'm getting ready to (laughs) move into. I can't believe it. I also got a raise at work. (laughs) Work? Yeah. I don't know what's happening. So, but yeah, so I'm going to be moving out of there, but I need that door open. That's going to happen. Make sure you call us. Make sure you bless that space. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Calling our cars. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have a really good house blessings kit that we sell on Etsy. (laughs) Plug, plug. Do it. <laughs> yes, I highly recommend. I love highly you, recommend. Ashley. I'm so proud of you. Thank and you for thank coming. You so much yeah. for sharing your story. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Absolutely. This podcast is going to be a little bit shorter because right now we have to get ready to. <gasps> 
We have a Crowdcast live broadcast with our Patreon circle. Yes, we're, very we're excited. celebrating our one year on Patreon. Ooh. Yeah, and we have a really fun a close-knit circle of supporters who have gotten to know each other and been a great support for each other. And we got some fun stuff. We do. We're going live, so we got to cut this short. I got to get my hat on. I'm getting a hat on. I'm going to put my bandana on. Your sweatbands? My sweatband. And your your wristband. My wristband and my headband because that gets me going. There you go. Thanks, Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. Love you. Okay. Bye. Clap it out, man. High five. Ow. Okay. Ow, okay. One more. Ow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>